Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and I'm excited to chat with you this week, so let's jump into some Black excellence. My Black excellence this week goes to Lizzo as they released the Grammy nominations for uh, this past year, and Lizzo led the way with eight Grammy nominations. I told y'all, you know, this was her year, and I think she's going to rack up, honestly. I think... um, I really feel in my spirit at least four to five Grammys that Lizzo's going to win. So I just wanted to send her early congrats just for the nominations as well. This this year she's killing it. So I'm just really happy to see her um, be successful. So last week I was hyped because my favorite show, The Crown, season three dropped on Netflix. I definitely sat and binged it. I finished it in like two days. And now I have to wait, I guess, another year, a year and a half for season four. But I was worried at first because... They did a time jump. So season one and season two was was this set of actors and actors. And then season three was another set. And so I didn't know how the new set of actors were going to do. But season three was great. It was still the same. So I don't know. But I plan to rewatch the season. But if you haven't watched The Crown on Netflix, you need to be watching that. It's a good show. So also this week, Oprah announced that she's going on tour. Um, The tour is called Oprah's 2020 Vision your life in focus. Each stop is going to have special guests and some of those will be Michelle Obama, Gail King, Tracy Ellis Ross, uh, Dwayne Johnson, J-Lo, Kate Hudson, Tina Fey, Amy Schumer, uh, just to name a few. I'm I'm sure probably be more, but this is what they had listed. So it states that the tour promises to motivate attendees to make 2020 the year of renewal and celebrate all we are meant to be. So it would include a pre-show, dance party, an interactive morning session, and the opportunity to outline your wellness plan for 2020 and afternoon afternoon activities. And this tour is set to start um, in January. So that sounds pretty cool. Um, don't know if they're coming to North Carolina, but uh, seems cool. Um, so last week on my uh, podcast, I talked about the Kaepernick situation. It's still a confusing situation for me, but I did want to give an update to um, the workout they had last week. So since the workout, according to sources, and I got this off ESPN, there has been absolute zero interest in signing him as a quarterback. So Kaepernick is still waiting. Um, At this point, to be completely honest, I don't think he's going to get signed. Um, I don't know, but positive news about it is that Nike is about to come out with his signature shoe. And I also been thinking a little bit more about this situation and, and I'm still reading more stuff coming out with the waiver and all this and all that. And, um, the complexities of this whole thing. And, you know, I think Kaepernick is showing that there are some race issues, you know, in, in NFL, he's not the only person that said that, Blacks are treated way worse in the NFL. He's definitely not the first person to say that. Um, I mean, we just saw last week Mason Rudolph. He's he he just he's playing today. Um, I'm recording this on Sunday. He's playing today, and he was involved in that fight as well. And he only got fined some money. He didn't get suspended. So, you know, um, I went over that last week as well. But I think what confuses me is that um, with Kaepernick, it's like you know I think he is showing these things, you know, but and I think he he shows that, you know, the NFL kind of has this, like, slave mentality in regards to their players. But I just wonder, you know, why does he want to play? You know, if, you, if you're if you showing that 
these people, you know, are racist and everything else or a racist organization, then why do you want to play for them? You know, so it's kind of just confusing for me because at the beginning, I felt like, and this is my opinion, you know, I felt like, you know, when it was, um, I was with Cap, you know, when um, he was protesting because, you know, that was around the time where we had so many um, uh, black violence cases, like, you know, like that, that time that he started the protest, like, I think it was, uh, I don't know how many deaths it was, but that year was like really bad. And so um, I understood why he was kneeling, what he was, you know, standing for. And so now it's like, you know, I don't really know what are we fighting for? Like, what exactly is the protest now? Like, I don't really get it because, you know, he's saying all these things, but he wants to be in the NFL and he's still trying to play in the NFL. I guess. I don't, I don't even know if he wants to play or not. I'm just, it's kind of, it really is really a, a really confusing situation for me. It is. So I'm still trying to figure it out. But also, uh, last week on November 20th, it was transgender day of remembrance. Um, this year there's been 22 transgender deaths. I wanted to speak on this for a moment because this is the fifth year in a row that at least 20 transgender people were killed. Um, and the black transgender community deaths continue to increase. And I was reading where the American Medical Association calls the continued volume of black trans deaths an epidemic, which I just think is just wild. Like if you ever sit and like actually Google this stuff or, or, you know, do some research into it, um, it's even more deaths. Like some of the deaths, they, uh, they don't always, um, report them correctly and things like that. And, um, I think this is definitely an area that's not often talked about, but it should be, you know, and I pray every day to live in a world where we can have compassion for others, no matter if our differences, especially for the younger generation, you know, coming up, you know, it's just really scary, you know, um, that people want to kill you just for you wanting to be yourself, whatever yourself is. So I definitely wanted to, um, you know, acknowledge that, um, I was sitting this week and I was thinking about how we're heading into the last month of the year, which is crazy. And, you know, and I was thinking about myself and I always constantly think about, you know, what are some things that, you know, I want to accomplish in 2020. And I also been thinking about, um, some of the things that I wrote down for goals for myself for 2019. And so I just kind of been thinking about whether or not I've, you know, reached those goals or, what I needed to work on. So my thought of the week is on personal goal setting. Personally, I am a goal oriented person. Um, I can be somewhat busy at times, so I have to organize my thoughts a lot. And it's important for me to set goals. Um, that's usually, I started doing that for myself in college because when I wasn't doing that, I was kind of all over the place. If I didn't write stuff down and kind of be, um, focused. So Let's think for a moment. Do you ever feel like you're working hard, but you don't seem to see progress? Uh, this could be due to the fact that you haven't spent enough time thinking about what you want from life and you haven't set goals. I know a lot of people that don't set goals. Anytime people are talking to me about things they feel like they haven't accomplished or things they want to accomplish, I always tell them to set goals for themselves and write a plan on how they uh, plan to you know, accomplish the goals that they set. So let's start with how to set a goal. Um, I don't know if you ever heard anyone say to set smart goals. 
Um, SMART is an acronym and it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time bound. So you want to set smart, SMART goals that motivate you. And I usually write my goals in my journal, but I also have, okay, it's levels to my journal. So it was levels to my goals. So when I have um, long-term goals, I usually will put those like in my journal. And these are like, these could be like lifetime goals. Like, you know, I desire to move from where I live, um, like move from the state period. So that's definitely one of my goals. And so I, I have had to write down, like, how do I plan to accomplish these things? Where do I want to go? And those are, that's actually one goal that I'm still trying to work out where exactly I want to land. Um, and then, so when I have like more complex goals, I write that in my journal. And then in my office, um, in my house, I have, um, I have goals uh, posted on my um, on a bulletin board in my office, and those are more so my this year, like my yearly goals. So, um, I so I can actually look at it every single day. Um, so once you write down your goals, you need to make you need to plan the steps you must do to realize your goals, and then cross off cross off your goals once you you know work through them. Um, so I'm going to give an example of uh one of my goals for 2019 um in january 2019 my goal for the year was that i wanted to start a podcast so instead of leaving it there i said i wanted to start my podcast by no later than the summer the beginning of summer so that was like i guess summer starts like may um i started my podcast in june and i wasn't the most prepared it's funny because when i go back and listen to myself at the beginning like i definitely wasn't prepared but I know in, but I knew in June when I started, um, I didn't want to put it off any longer because I almost kind of didn't hit my goal because I wanted to start at the beginning, but I did not want to start at the end of summer or going into the fall because sometimes when you set a goal, you can, you know, push it off, push it off, push it off where you don't make it a priority. And then you come up with some kind of excuse or reason as to why it didn't happen and then it might not happen. And I didn't and I didn't want to do that because I kinda of put it off the whole spring. And it could have been out of fear or it just, you know, me just talking myself out of it. And I knew that if I didn't start over the summer, that I probably wasn't gonna start. And so I set that as a high priority. And I literally started it. You know, and it mainly because I I knew that I needed to. And I knew it was no excuse for me not to. So that, that was one of my main goals. And I have smaller ones too. You know, one of my goals this year was to, um, drop my time and I run 5Ks a lot. And so one of my goals was to drop my time in, in my 5K times, which I did do that. And I had a specific time that I wanted to, to hit. And I was, my last race, I was 30 seconds from hitting it. So um, I probably won't, I think I have one, I have one more race in December, so I, I may or may not hit it. I don't know, but that was like a vast improvement. Cause I mean, it was, a, it was an attainable goal, but it was, still was a goal that I was going to have to really, really push myself for and I almost, and I almost hit it. So it's still going to be my goal going into 2020. So I wanted to just kind of give an example of how goals can kind of look and how you kind of can work, can work through them. So there's different kinds of goals as well. Um, I have lifetime goals, which I spoke about earlier, and then I also break them down into smaller goals. 
So if you're new at goal setting, set smaller goals. You know, one of my other goals this year was that I wanted and needed to lose weight. Like that was like going into this year, I knew that I needed to definitely focus on uh, getting my weight back down. So once I made that a priority, my next steps were organizing my weeks to prioritize maintaining working out three to four times a week. And that even went down to how I was going to prioritize myself with work and getting in the time to make sure that um, I worked out. I'm in a run club, so with that, it makes it easier for me to, um, you know, have another form of something to hold me accountable, like a group of set of people. I run with people that I work with, and so that made it easier for me to hold myself more accountable as well. And then also, if it was days that I felt like I was going to work late, I started making it a priority to do more working out on my lunch. And so sometimes, like, especially when it comes to... Um, weight loss goals, it's really hard to go into that type of goal with no plan because it's it's so easy just to give up and quit. There's actually the most, like um, if you ever go to a gym, like if you're part of a gym, you ever notice in January, the gym is um, full in January because everybody has this new year, you know, weight loss goal. And then by, you know, it makes to be people in there in February, but by March, you know, they're gone. Because you got to set goals to where um, you're going to be able to attain them. So it's not just like, I'm going to go to the gym. No, it needs to be, I want to spend 20 minutes for three days doing something active. That's the type of goal that you need to set. And so that's what you have to start, you know, thinking about. And so when I was setting my goal, I knew that I wanted to work out three, four times a week. I had to break down how was I going to be able to do that. I wanted to eat cleaner and I knew that I needed to drink less alcohol. That was definitely uh, one of my priorities. So with going into 2020 very soon, I encourage you to start thinking about some goals for yourself and it could be career, financial, educational, family, attitude, physical, pleasure, uh, you know, and on and on, you know, any, any goal that you want to set. But I implore you just to set at least one and let's just start small. Let's just start with a goal that you want to do for the year, right? So I also um, looked up maybe some tips on goal setting. So I'm going to just read a few here that I have. Let me see. Okay. So it says state each goal as a positive statement. Express your goals positively. Execute this technique well is a much better goal than don't make this stupid mistake. Be precise. Set precise goals, putting in dates, times, and amounts so that you can measure achievement. If you do this, you'll know exactly when you have achieved the goal and can take complete satisfaction from having achieved it. Set priorities. When you have several goals, give each a priority. This helps you to avoid feeling overwhelmed by having too many goals and helps to direct your attention to the most important ones. Write goals down. This crystallizes them and gives them more force. I think writing goals down is important. I said that earlier because when you sit and you actually look at them, like I have goals on my bulletin board that I look at every single day. And I think it just helps with you like not putting something to the back of your mind and keeping it in the forefront. Keep operational goals small. Keep the low level goals that you're working towards small and achievable. If a goal is too large, then it can seem then it can seem that you are not making progress towards it. Keeping goals small and incremental gives more opportunities for reward. Set performance goals, not outcome goals. 
You should take care to set goals over which you have as much control as possible. It can be quite dispiriting to fail to achieve a personal goal for reasons beyond your control. In business, these reasons could be bad business environments or unexpected effects of government policy. In sport, they can include poor judging, bad weather, injury, or just plain bad luck. If you base your goals on personal performance, then you can keep control over the achievement of your goals and draw satisfaction from them. And then one of the last tips they had was set realistic goals. It's important to set a goal that you can achieve. All sorts of people, for example, employers, parents, media, or society can set unrealistic goals for you. They will often do this in ignorance of your own desires and ambitions. It's also possible to set goals that are too difficult because you might not appreciate either the obstacles in the way or understand quite how much skill you need to develop to achieve a particular level of performance. So I thought these tips were pretty good, but I think also the main thing to remember is just to think about what you want. Majority of my goals that I've set for myself, my long-term in regards to it is happiness, you know, and I've spent a large amount of my time, you know, especially in therapy in general, was just trying to crack the code to happiness. And so a lot of the goals that I set my, for myself is just centered around happiness. You know, I knew that I need to lose weight, not just for, you know, um, myself, but just overall, like, so I can be healthier. Um, and then also that goes into me feeling better about myself and things like that. Like all, everything is, is centered around for me, happiness. You know, I enjoy doing this podcast and speaking to you every week. And so that's why that was one of my goals because that was something that I wanted to accomplish and I'm really proud of it, you know? And so just think about something that you want to do for yourself. And, you know, I would love for, um, if you want to contact me and you want to share some of your goals or some of the things you're thinking about, I would definitely love to continue the conversation. Uh, this is all I had in regards to the thought of the week, but you know, I want to just leave it with that. Let's just try to be the best that we can be and try to be, um, good to yourself as much as you can because the reality is and I tell people this all the time you have one life to live and it's the one that you're living in right now and if you don't take advantage of that and live your life every day to your fullest capabilities then you're giving your doing yourself a disservice so be happy set goals and we can discuss it you can always find me on my social medias my Instagram is at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. My Twitter is at IJMT podcast. Um, so I'm always there floating around. If you ever want to hit me up, you can always uh, subscribe, follow, leave feedback, like anything you would like. I thank you so much for listening today. It's Mika here and I appreciate you.